October 31st, the day that every horror fan looks forward to. A day where ghosts, demons, vampires and werewolves all come out to play. A day where it's totally okay to eat candy non-stop and a day to sit down and watch horror films all day long. But why is Halloween only one day a year? Why do we have to wait 365 days till we get to enjoy our day? We can. You've heard of Christmas in July. Well, I say welcome to Halloween in April. For one week in April, we are letting the skeletons out of the closet and lighting those pumpkins. And reviewing the original and the best in the franchise, Halloween from 1978. So dust off your costumes, get your candy ready, and get prepared to have your mind entertained when the Horror Phenomies crew bring you April Ween. another episode of Horror for Dummies. We are the podcast that comes to you every week and teaches a thing or two to the dumbest little guy about the genre we love. This week's lesson is Halloween. The the original one, 1978. Halloween. But before we do anything, my name is Tim and let me introduce you to the dummy himself. His name is Dandelion Daniel Loof. <laughs> Spaghetti Eddie. I couldn't think of an adjective. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, that's okay. I, and I kind of almost forgot. I'm like, oh shit. Yeah, I forgot like my shit too. And I was like, have I said spaghetti? Most of them are food related, I've, I think. I've, I've noticed. <laughs> I'm like, think of something quick. And my mind's like, are you hungry? And I'm like, yeah, I always hungry. <laughs> <laughs> and the sad thing is, I can't even call you a fat cunt anymore. Because no, you're, skin, you're yeah. skinny now? I wouldn't say skinny, but I'm definitely... I've uh, shrank down. The, one, the wonders a heart attack does, huh? I know, it's so slimming. <laughs> <laughs> oh. The Horror Phenomics Podcast is a weekly show that comes out every Thursday. We can be found on Apple Podcasts, Podbean, Spotify, uh, anywhere. Uh, if you think we deserve it, please give us a five-star written review on Apple Podcasts. It helps so much with the growth of this show. Um, and I'll love you so <laughs> we'll, much. We'll love you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Okay, firstly. Firstly, here we go. We're talking about Halloween. The Are original we? Halloween. Yeah, this is our Halloween episode. Our, like... Oh. Yeah, we're, we're, we're bringing back Halloween, like the season, not the season, the holiday, the holiday. The holiday. Um, and the reason being is because I was reading this news article that because of all this corona bullshit, um, some people are trying to lighten the mood and mm. put out Christmas decorations um, and lights and all that stuff just to make everyone a bit more happy and kind of forget what bullshit we're going through. Yeah. And I thought that's a really nice idea. We should do that with Halloween decorations. But you know it's better than Christmas. Yeah, exactly. So, 
uh, I thought we could do it on the podcast because the other day I was listening to uh, Halloween songs, like Halloween music, music that you mm-hmm. play on Halloween. I do that sometimes. It just yeah, it you makes were, me you happy. Were, um, if I recall, working in the lab late one night. <laughs> Very good. Um, yeah, so oh, I've lost my train of thought. Great one, Dandelion. Uh, um, <laughs> oh, yeah, so... Pick me up and blow on me. I'll blow you. Oh, good. Sweetie. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, so I thought, what better way to get everyone's mind off this than to bring back Halloween in the month of April? Hells yeah, let's do that thing we never do, because Australia... Yeah, exactly. Um, unfortunately, everyone else seems to be doing the same thing. I know Joe Bob Briggs is doing his own halfway to Halloween marathon. I don't fight that kind. I'm so sick of Joe Bob Briggs. You, do you even know who Joe Bob Briggs is? No. <laughs> but I'll fight him, I guess, if you want me to. He'd probably kick your ass. I'm sorry. What? I know how to run away. <laughs> He'd have to catch me first. <laughs> And then even then, yeah. when he gets to me, he has to stand like a meter and a half away from me because I'll tell the police on him. You're that little wiener kid in school that used to dob on people. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I was called that little wiener kid in school. <laughs> <laughs> that little fat wiener kid. Oh, fuck. Oh, I wish I was at your school. I'm sorry, Joe Bob Briggs. I'm not going to fight you. In fact, I'll give you... Um, a new hat. <laughs> I think I think he has a lot of hats. I imagine he does anyway. Well, I'll give him a new one. <laughs> okay. He'll, he'll appreciate that. Well, good. Because we're best mates. You are. I wish I was best mates with Joe Bob Briggs. Why? He's got a big dick? No, he's got a... He's got a he uh, hasn't got a big dick. Sorry, oh, Joe I, Bob Briggs. I don't know. I haven't seen his dick. <laughs> what I have seen is yep. his um, helper, Darcy the... The male lady or something yeah, like that. Okay. I don't know. He has a chick that's with her and she has big tits and I like them. I like big tits. I'd so do I. That's we have something in common, see that's a good thing. Yeah. <laughs> Look at us <laughs> being friends. <laughs> uh okay, so enough bullshit. Yes, we are reviewing Halloween, the original nineteen seventy eight Halloween, and I have been stressing all week about how to do this podcast. He's been reaching up and trying to pull out where there would be hair, but just grasping at nothing. <laughs> exactly right. <laughs> it's it's a choice, okay? I shave my head. <laughs> um, but yeah, like, it, I think if you have a horror movie podcast, you've reviewed Halloween. I and, certainly know I will in a bit. <laughs> I mean, like, how do you do this movie justice? I wanted to tackle this movie differently. But then I was thinking, how? Everyone has done this movie and they've done it in their own special way. So how can you be original with reviewing the original Halloween? Oh, I know. We'll do it in Espanol. <laughs> I'm, I'm sure there's a Spanish version of Halloween podcast out there. See. Si. <laughs> <laughs> I can just imagine your mouth dubbing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but you know what, look, I, I eventually calmed down, I'm like, look, you're just gonna have to talk about Halloween, how you feel about it, and everything's gonna be A-OK. Yeah. So we're gonna tackle Halloween, 
as, as good as we can. Yeah. Let's, let's just say that. Um, and because this movie is over 40 years old now, uh, we're going to be spoiling it. And if you complain about that, if you complain that there's going to be spoilers about bro, Halloween... Bro, this movie's so old, it'd be a high risk for coronavirus. <laughs> That's how old. Oh, oh, that is, that is good. That Thank is you. good. Thank you. Yeah. Um, but yeah, if you if you <laughs> if you complain about spoilers for a forty two plus year old movie. Yeah. No, yeah, 40, 42, 42 years old. Look at my maths. Um you you should not call yourself a horror fan. Because this is this is like bottom even, level stuff. Even I'd seen it. Yeah. Who hasn't seen Halloween, <clears throat> Jamie? Um <laughs> <laughs> so we're going to be spoiling this shit We're going to be talking a bit of fun And we're going to be playing a game at the end Which uh, Daniel Loof has no idea <laughs> I legit have no idea And now I it's am a, terrified it, it's, it's a quick game of three facts and a fib So okay. don't stress right. yourself right. too much <sighs> I'd be pulling out my very luxurious hair <laughs> <laughs> Alright Do you have anything more to say before we jump into Halloween uh, puta. Okay. Feature presentation. <laughs> and now for our feature presentation. Halloween night. A small American town. Fifteen years ago. Michael? I spent eight years trying to reach him, and then another seven trying to keep him locked up because I realized that what was living behind that boy's eyes was purely and simply evil. I think he'll come back. Exploring uncharted territory. And totally charted. Just Sure, sure. The only reason she babysits to have Halloween. <laughs> okay, Linda. Come on out.
Halloween from 1978. God damn, it's been a long time coming to review this movie. Okay, I'm going to give you a plot summary, but I'm sure most people know what Halloween is about. Don't spoil 15... it. <laughs> I'm going to. I've already said that we're going to. We oh, had sorry. a big thing about that. God damn it, Dandelion. Oh, it's not a person paying attention. <laughs> <laughs> 15 years after murdering his sister on Halloween night in 1963, Michael Myers escapes from a mental hospital and returns to the small town of Haddonfield, Illinois to kill again. That's basically the whole movie. Very much, yeah. Not much more than that happens. Yeah. Uh, This one comes in at a 7.8 out of 10 on IMDb. It's pretty high. Yes. I mean, for IMDb, it's pretty high. (laughs) Uh, And it stars the late, great Donald Pleasance as Dr. Loomis. Oh, he's dead. Are you serious? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, he died in 1995. Oh, wow. Okay. Oh, he was heaps old. Okay. All right. Yeah. (laughs) He's allowed. Uh, how, how old was he? Oh, he was 75 when he died. Yeah. There you go. Uh, the late, great Jamie Lee Curtis. <sighs> R.I.P. <laughs> no, I just I don't like Jamie Lee Curtis. Oh, really? No. Why? Because when Halloween 2018, um, they I was at the premiere of that, mm-hmm. like the, the, the black carpet premiere, they called it. And, oh, <laughs> and she... And there was, like, people there, like screaming and getting photos and stuff and she was like taking photos with everyone mm-hmm. and then like I was there I'm like hi Jamie can I please get a photo <laughs> and she walked straight past me and went to the next kid which was a disabled child so I, I got, know Why, how dare she dip a, skip a disabled child to go to another disabled child <laughs> oh yeah you're funny aren't you <laughs> a little bit no I like Jamie she was actually uh, very funny she did like a little talk before the movie and she was funny. That's good. Yeah. And it was funny, like, the dude hosting it was like, I don't know, something from Channel 10 or some douchebag. And he clearly, you could tell that he's never fucking seen a Halloween movie. Because he was asking Jamie Jamie Lee questions about the franchise. And you could just tell by the questions he was asking. He was like, you haven't fucking seen a single horror movie in your life, have you? So, do you guys, like, all come out of Pumpkin or some shit? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. I can't remember exactly what the questions were. He was asking. Oh, I don't really like Jay- Lebos on TV, but still. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, Jamie was just correcting him and yeah, making him look like a bivin. Yeah, and it was gold, and I loved it. Um, who else is it stars? Nancy Keys as Annie, <clears throat> mm-hmm. PJ Souls as Linda, Charles Cyphers as Bracket, Kyle, Kyle. Or Kylie. I think it was Kylie. I think anyway, it's Kylie. Kylie. It's just spelt like Kyle. Yeah, that's strange. Kylie Richards as Lindsay. And she has been confirmed to be in the newest Halloween movie, Halloween Kills, which comes out maybe this year? Oh, really? I don't know. I know it's meant to come out this year, who's, but... Uh, who is she knows? in this? I don't she remember was her. Little Lindsay Wallace. Oh, the Ickle... Yep, yeah, okay, yep. Yeah. yeah, she got hot. Yeah, she's alright. Someone who didn't get hot was Brian Andrews, who plays Tommy. Let's if you can see from his IMDb picture. See this kid. Oh, no, I'd, looks, I'd throw him one. Really? He looks like a dude that sits on his couch and eats salmon cans all day. Yeah, I'd lick his salmon cans. <laughs> um, salmon cans. You're fucking weird. And last but not least, Nick Castle as The Shape, a.k.a. Michael Myers. Nice. I, I, maybe I guess we should just say it. Um, Tony Moran, 
who also played Michael Myers, only for the quick part of when Michael was unmasked. But that's it. Other than that, it's done by Nick Castle. Oh, so there was two people playing him? Only... Uh, Tony Moran only played Michael when he was unmasked. You know that yeah. part right at the end when he pulls the mask off? That's like the only part. The rest of it's done by Nick Castle. So, it, he's not even in the cast list. Who? Nick Castle. I can't see him. Right at the end. Oh, oh, that's so rude. I know, I know. He he also uh, reprised his role in Halloween 2018. Oh, good. For good. not the whole time, but like a short time. So, like why did they um? Why'd they do that? Do you know? Uh, off the top of my head, no, I don't know. I think because Tony Moran looks like a normal person than um, Nick Castle. Nick Castle kind of has a comedic look to him. If you've seen pictures of when he was younger, where Tony Moran looks like a normal, everyday guy. Oh, uh, okay. All right. But think- like Nick Castle's bigger. No, Nick Castle's smaller. Oh. So I wonder why they did that. I wonder why they didn't just pick one person to play him the whole time. Um, we can find out later. <laughs> to the trivia. <laughs> yeah, to the trivia. <laughs> All right, this is directed by John Carpenter, who has done heaps of stuff. Well, we reviewed, personally, personally reviewed his music. We have, that's right. I am, I am a big fan of his music. Um, Me too. But, yeah, like... I'm going to give it a buy. Yes, as I am. <laughs> as as am I. There's a reference four people will get. Yeah. <laughs> uh, John Carbon has also directed things such as The Fog, Escape from uh, New York. He um, he was a part of Halloween 3, Season of the Witch, which I love. Uh, they Live, he directed... Um, oh, what else is there? There's heaps. Ghost from Mars... Yeah, he's done a lot. You, Precinct on three. T- if you like horror movies, you've probably fucking seen some John Carpenter work. Yeah. Oh, did I say the thing? Uh, I think so. I did not. That's why, because I'm, I'm in fucking writer, not director. Oh, okay. Chris, Christine. I forgot about Christine. The thing's probably one of his best works. I quite like the thing. I do too. Prince of Darkness. Uh yeah, he's done a lot. Body bags is fun too. I haven't seen oh, it. Oh, Village of the Damned. <laughs> I haven't seen it. <laughs> well, get ready, folks. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. So, Halloween 1978. The I'm going to put it in the category of one of the best horror movies ever made. I'm going to put it up there with such films as The Exorcist, Psycho, <gasps> Night of the Living Dead, Jaws. Um, I'm missing a few, but forgive me. That's, oh, yeah. that's it, the echelon that we're working with here. Pretty much. Movies that come from the 70s. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, look. It is renowned as one of the best horror movies out there. Would you agree or disagree? I'm curious to know this. I fucking hate this movie. No, not really. Uh, yeah, fucking hell yeah, dude. Like, you wouldn't get slashes. If this movie didn't happen, like, there would be so many movies that we just never get. Mm-hmm. Like, like I would dare say thousands of movies. Yeah, that didn't happen because if if this movie never happened, yeah, um, it's like it's iconic, it's fucking goddamn near perfect. I probably even 
vouch for perfect, especially like at the time. Like, I don't know how you could have improved this movie, but, um, yeah, like it's just a, a fucking great movie. Okay. Yeah. So that's your thoughts? Pretty much. Okay. All right. That's uh, the end of the episode. Yeah, what are we doing next week? <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. First question I want to ask you is, what are your first memories on Halloween? I remember... So we had like a Civic video, which is like um, your blockbuster type deal. Yes. So you Americans. And um, I used to just get a shit ton of weeklies every week. Like we had a video shop, but I'd always get like... <laughs> we didn't have enough fucking selection so i go to good video shop like in clerks um <laughs> but yeah i just remember it was in like i used to just go to the horror section and just get like the like 10 weeklies for five bucks or whatever the fuck it was back then Hell yeah yeah and uh yeah <clears throat> halloween was in a stack of those and i remember fucking taking it home and watching it and i think i thought it was slow at the time but i did enjoy it um, um, but yeah, I miss Civic Video, but, <laughs> <laughs> but did, were you a fan or? Yeah, for sure. I just never, I never got around to, I don't think I got around to watching any of the sequels except for, um, the remakes. Really? Have you ever seen? Okay. So what, what do you know about the franchise as a whole? Um, I, I just know that the third one's not a real sequel. <laughs> okay. If you want and... to go that way. This one's the best. No, I'm not, I haven't seen it, so I have no opinion for reals. Okay. Um, but yeah, that's just I. I know people always hate the third one. Mm. Like they keep rebooting the timeline over and over again. Yep. And the most recent one I watched was the most recent one that came out. That's supposed to be a direct sequel to this one. Mm-hmm. That's is correct. That, is that correct? And, yep. And everything else basically got retconned by that movie. Yes. Um, yeah. So that's about where I'm at. Okay. I'm going to talk to you about my first thoughts on Halloween, and it's probably going to piss some people off. Because I'm going to tell you straight right now, I was never a fan of this movie or the character of Michael Myers for the first 15, 16, 17 years of my life. Wow. Um... And, and I'll get to the reason in a second, but my first thoughts, my first memories on Halloween, my dad had Halloween 4 on VHS, and I remember looking at the cover of that movie, and I and thinking the cover's cool, and I dig the mask, um, yeah. and to this day, that cover of Halloween 4 is one of my favourites, and I want to buy it and frame it, but I can't find it anyway. Please send me a Halloween 4 poster, someone. Anyway, um, um, I remember watching the film and just being really bored with it. I, I can see that. The the fourth one or the first one? The first. Okay. Yeah, first. no, I, I can see that. I, I like, I think when I watched it, I wanted it to be gorier. Yeah. And it was yeah. kind of slow for me. I mean, for me, I grew up firstly on Freddy and Jason and... Those movies are more gory than this one. Not just that, they're more, in my mind, powerful. I mean, Jason's an undead monster, um, deadite creature who is unstoppable and has a reason for not being killed. Freddy is a dream demon who 
has a reason for not being killed. I always saw, and still to this day, see Michael as a normal human being. And I, th I used to think it was stupid how he could suffer all this stuff and, and still live. And to be honest, I'm going to be really honest and people are going to come at me with pitchforks. I used to think, I can't believe I'm going to say this. I used to think that Michael Myers was a ripoff of Jason Voorhees. That was my stupid, stupid mentality as a kid. I John Carpenter somehow traveled through time. I oh, know. I never <laughs> knew. I never knew. This is me like fucking um, seven, eight years old. Yeah, I never you, knew you, you what figure the one you discover first is the one that's the original. Yeah, exactly. And because I was a Jason boy back in the day, yeah. before, before I even saw Michael uh, on Halloween's, I just thought, this, this character's got nothing on Jason. Jason can fucking rip him apart. Um, which I still believe to this day, if they ever get in a fight. But that's a different story. Yeah. It didn't. It, it, it wasn't until oh, maybe near my my twenties that I realised how good of a movie this is and how how deep and interesting the character of Michael Myers is. Mm. To this day, I still believe that Michael Myers is a full fledged human. I never liked the supernatural side of, of Michael Myers, and we'll get into that later. Um, but it it now is in my top 100 favorite films of all time, the original Halloween. Wow, okay. Um, so, I've, yeah, I've, I've done a massive 180 turnaround on this how, movie. How many times has Doth seen it now? Oh, your guess is as good as mine. I could not tell you. Four. I know you struggle with numbers past that. <laughs> um, yeah, man, I, I would love to know. It's like, I always I always wonder how many times we've seen Jaws. You know? Oof. Yeah. I'd, lo I'd love to know, but yeah. Um, Alright, so... My, uh, okay, my questions on the franchise. Sure. My thoughts on the franchise. Number two, I, okay, I like all of them. Um, there so is, are, it, is it worth watching all of them? Yeah, I mean, if you like the formula that Halloween has to it, then you'll enjoy the movies. Okay. Straight up, some are, some are okay. None of them are as good as the first one. Okay, yeah, I, think, I, I think I think I think it's a lot like the Jaws franchise, mm. where Jaws stands out. The rest are kind of shadows. Yeah. Um. In saying that, Jaws of Revenge fucking rocks. Um, <laughs> I'm a shark, I'm coming to get you. <laughs> Halloween 2, I think you'll really enjoy. Okay. Ha Halloween 3, I love Halloween 3, but it's a completely different movie. It has nothing resembling Halloween. It's, it, it's Halloween in name alone, right? Pretty much, yeah. yes. Michael Myers is in it, but you have to search for him, and I'm not going to tell you where he is. Okay. Um, is he behind the couch? No. Okay. No. It will make sense once you realise. Okay. Um, Halloween 4, 5, and 6 are the probably in the middle of the franchise. Mm -hmm. um, with with, with likeability, I mean. Not because yeah. of 4, 5, and 6. Um, they, they are kind of the same kind of feel, but different characters. Instead of Laurie, it's um, uh, Jamie Lloyd. Who that? Um, Some other lady? Danielle Harris. Yeah, her, Michael Myers' niece. Okay. Yeah. They're, they're okay. 
They're fine. They're nothing to rave about. And then you go to Halloween H2O, which for some reason is is my wife's favourite. I think because it was probably the first horror movie she ever saw. Ah, uh, so, okay. So it's yeah, yeah, close to a heart type thing. It's, I, a, it's, it's an alright movie. Don't think I saw H2O. I mean, that kind of did... That, that's where the first jump was. So you had Halloween 1, Halloween 2, then Halloween H2O. Yeah, okay, okay. So that was like one of the first jumps. Um, so I ignored the previous uh, four, five, and six. Um, it's fine. I wouldn't say it's the best in the franchise. So obviously, does it have anything to do with water? No, it's it means Halloween twenty years later. Oh, yeah. Okay. The, I know it was strange of them. Yeah, it was strange of them like to call it that. You what? You don't like it? I don't like that at all. Why? I don't know. I don't like it. (laughs) (laughs) Don't judge a movie by its title. Don't use chemistry in your title if you don't mean water. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And then comes Halloween Resurrection, which is, I think, most people's least favourite. Because it tried something really different, but it just failed a lot of the times. Plus, it has Buster Rhymes trying... Or pretending to be a Kung Fu master and taking on Michael Myers with Kung Fu. <laughs> really? And then saying typical Buster Rhyme things like, Yeah, you crispy fried motherfucker. Did you Shit break like his neck? That. No. Oh. <laughs> Come on. Uh, it, it, it's, it's a laughable movie. Let's just say that. And then you have Rob Zombie's Halloween films, which... It's so in my fucking head now. What is? Breaking break, neck. Break. <laughs> Uh, Rob Zombie's Halloween movies, which I'm a fan of. I have Halloween 2, Rob Zombie's Halloween 2. The cover of that movie, I have it tattooed on me. Just because it's fucking awesome. The biggest thing I remember about the Halloween remakes is that's when Blinky used to run around asking everybody if he, like... What was it? If if you'd let a girl piss on you or something? If what? If you'd let a girl piss on you. Was that from that movie? Or was that from fucking... No. <laughs> oh, I can't remember. I could probably get my streams crossed, but yeah. <laughs> Pierce streams? Yeah, yeah. I can't remember <laughs> if it was that or Freddy vs. Jason, because like. Uh, there was, a girl didn't piss on anyone in either movie. Oh, uh, like someone asked them the question, and then. So, like, Blinky asked the question. We'll see. We'll find out when, when we get around to it. <laughs> okay. That's strange. <laughs> You're strange. Eat my shit. What did you think about Rob Zombie's Halloween movies? Uh, fine. I don't think they were masterpieces or anything. I didn't think they were that great. I thought they were fine. I, I don't really get the hate for those movies. I, I don't get. I, I don't get the hate. I didn't like. Like I didn't love them. I liked them, but yeah. See, I really liked them. I remember when the first Halloween movie, Rob Zombie's Halloween movie, came out. I remember going to the cinemas twice to see it alone because no one wanted to go with me. <laughs> um, and people that did want to see the movie had already seen it. Um, I think I was in that category. Probably, yeah, probably. Um, but I really liked it. And I still do. Um, I don't understand the hate of it. Um, I get it. It's Look, to me, it's, it's a new look into the character of Michael Myers and his family life. Mm. And you know what? It's something different. And I like that. I think at the time, I just wanted him to make more Rob Zombie movies. Yeah, fair enough. Like, fair I, enough. I liked uh, Corpses and, um, my God, 
brain. Devil's Rejects. Devil's Rejects, so much more. And I just wanted him to make original movies because I thought his original movies were better. Well, now you can go and watch his original movies because he's made more. I can. I haven't, <laughs> though. But back then, 2000s me was all about it. <laughs> yeah, fair enough, fair enough. Um, so, yeah, I, I liked the Rob Zombie films. Um, Halloween H2, Rob Zombie's H2. <sighs> yep. Was... The starting, the opening was fucking awesome. I really liked the hospital scene. The rest of the movie with the white horse and everything like that, it, it really... I don't know what it's saying, to be honest. <laughs> um, and I've watched the movie numerous times. Art. Um, I don't hate it in any way, shape, or form. I, I actually probably like it a lot more than a lot of people. Okay. Um, actually, I wouldn't mind rewatching it again. The hospital scene at the start of that movie is awesome. And it's one of the most brutal scenes ever when he meets, I think it's Octavia Spencer, he stabs. Dude, I, I fucking, my memory's so bad. <laughs> it's some big African-American woman he's stabbing. So oh, okay. I'm, just, all right, all right. I'm putting a name to it. But yeah, it's one of the most brutal scenes. Um, but, oh, I love it. But yeah, he, like, I, I can see why people don't like that movie. It was definitely a lot more gory and shit than, than this one. Yeah, definitely. Um, and to be honest, and this is going to make me look like an idiot as well, back when that movie came out, like both Rob Zombie Halloween films, I fell in love with the character of Michael Myers because he was a giant beast who could not be fucked with. Rawr. And I didn't understand the point of Michael Myers at that time, that Michael Myers is not meant to be this huge beast. He's meant to be a normal, everyday dude. I think that's like, I know we're not up to that but I think that's what makes him scarier that yeah that's he's, he's, he's just some cunt who just won't stop <laughs> stop using <laughs> stop using the C words Daniel no this cunt will never <laughs> stop <laughs> um yeah but back in uh 2007 I think that's when the Rob Zombie movie came out I didn't understand that I didn't see it like that and it wasn't until my later years where I realised yeah this is much better yeah, I really, like, I really, really appreciated the movie this time around, to be real. Like, yeah. so actually I. sitting down and super paying attention and, like, it, 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 it seems slow if you're not paying attention. But if you're paying attention, it's very tense and it really builds up. Yeah, definitely. Um, but, yeah, sorry, I took you off track. You're right. <laughs> um... And then the last one, which was Halloween from 2018, which uh, have many fans divided. And I remember coming out, like I, as I was saying to you before, I went to the um, premiere in Sydney. Yeah. And I remember coming out with mixed thoughts, thinking, I don't know how I feel about it. Mm. Uh, I soon turned around, it was my favourite film of that year. Um, and, I, and I grew to love it. Because of the things that it did, it made Michael... It kind of proved that Michael was human and all these different things. And I, and I really came around to enjoying it. But I won't talk too much about it. You can listen to that episode. I don't know what number it is. 90 Go find it. Don't be lazy. Yeah. <laughs> Just search fucking Halloween. Just search Halloween podcast. I'm sure only our one will come up. I did. I did that before. <laughs> Holy shit! Um, You'll find it. Just go to page like fifty-five or some shit. Yeah. 
Uh, so yeah, the franchise as a whole, I enjoy it. It's not my favourite horror franchise. I think that award goes to, besides Jaws, uh, probably Friday the 13th. By the way, I super enjoyed the last one too. Oh, sorry man. Yeah, that's alright. It's the only <laughs> other one I've seen. But, um, oh, other so than you, the Rob Zombie ones. So you, you were on board with it, you enjoyed it? Oh yeah, man. I thought it was heaps cool. I liked how it was human again. It was, it was easier to follow. Like, it was like, oh, she's coming after Laurie again. Makes sense. He didn't get to finish. Um, I didn't see it like that. Oh, really? No, I didn't see... He... I didn't see the whole, he saw a lore and he was like, you, type of thing. I I think that he... We're going on a rant on Halloween 18. I think that he was put in Laurie's path yeah. by Dr. Sartain. And oh, okay. then just saw Laurie... Didn't think anything of it, so uh, I'm gonna stab her. So I, I always got the impression that I mean I could be wrong for sure, but like I always got the impression he 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 got his fucking uh, dick hard by killing family members. I thought that was the deal with him. But in 2018, it wasn't his family member. Oh, they retcon that. Yeah, that's completely wrong. Oh, gone. okay, and maybe. I, and no. I love that decision. Okay. Cause, um, that, so yeah. in, in this one, he's in the first one, is he related or he's not related? No. Okay. So it's that just like a rando. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That doesn't come into effect until part two. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah. And I always, I always had it in my head that there was some family aspect and I, and I was just, I just kept missing the line where they explained it kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. No, they, um, and now like, I watched part two for last year sometime and rewatching it, it kind of seemed a little forced. Okay. How they gave an explanation as to why Michael was after Laurie. And I'm like, I was never on board with the family side. Because um, in this movie, he seems like he's just killing them because they're there. Exactly. He's he in this. Okay. In this movie, the 1978 original. Yeah. He he's basically a a shark, a lion. He picks his <gasps> a prey. A shark lion. A Shion. A shark. A Shion. <laughs> uh, I'd pay to say that. Yeah. Um, I, yeah, I see him as someone who who has picked his prey and is just stalking them until the time's right to kill them. Yeah. Slash eat them. That's how I saw this movie. And it works so much better that way other than just, i got to find my sister and kill my sister. Mm. I think, yeah, I think that just like he killed his sister at the start because it was like he's going to kill something anyway like, yeah and she was just the closest thing around well look man there's a lot of talk about why he killed his sister I think he was just sick deranged but there's a lot of quote unquote metaphors to sex metaphor with the Halloween huh metaphor what did I say yeah you said metaphor I'm just it's oh. <laughs> I'm adding some like yeah. layers. <laughs> oh, thank you. Um, <laughs> there, yeah, there's a lot of there's so many written up works on on the whole metaphorical meaning of Halloween, yes. and it's it's sexual. Shut up! <laughs> it's sexual. It's sexual meaning, which John Carpenter has come out and denied everything about that. Okay. 
Well, but he like, wrote it, so... Yeah, it's basically saying, like, every time Michael stabs his knife, he's thinking about sex, kind of thing. He's, like, penetrating her while he's penetrating her. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, nice. You're coming off creepy. Yeah, no, nah, I get it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's all right. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Let's move on, shall we? This got <laughs> weird. Um... <laughs> Let's talk about Halloween's effect on pop culture. Yeah? Nah. Skip that bit. <laughs> Let's go to the next bit. What else you got? Nah, okay. We're talking about Halloween's effect <laughs> on pop culture. Alright. <laughs> so, okay. How big is Halloween in comparison to Nightmare on Elm Street and Friday the 13th? Nowhere near as big. No. No, it's not. Um, but, as you said before, it wouldn't those types of movies wouldn't exist. The funny thing is, um, what's his name? Sean Cumming, Sean Cunningham, who created Friday the 13th, quote unquote. Um, he has blatantly come out and said that he stole the idea for Friday the 13th from Halloween. Oh, it's like a mask and like fucking stabbing and... Well, there was no mask in Friday the 13th. Didn't he have the bag? No, that was part two. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> But, um, yeah, it's, it's effect on pop culture is, is massive. Um, not only did it bring John Carpenter to the limelight, it gave us Jamie Lee Curtis. Yep. Who, I mean... And we never would have had True Lies without it, so if nothing, Halloween did that. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Um, but yeah, we're going back to the whole slasher movement. And it is credited as the first slasher movie, which I disagree with. There were movies, like, for example, Psycho. Yeah. Or Peeping Tom. Um, Black Christmas is another one. Even The Texas Chainsaw Massacre, which I class as a slasher film and other people don't. I don't really know why. Um, but all well, those films... What do you count as a slasher movie? How's that? High body count. Yep. Killer with some form of instrument. Uh, and usually wears a mask. Yeah, sounds good. So I, why don't, why wouldn't you class Weatherface in that? Yeah, I guess, I guess um, this formula is what made it so um, influential. Yeah, like I'm having that like big beginning and then slowly stalking, building up tension over time. The whole like murdering fucking teenage girls thing yeah like it, it was a different spin on shit it was it was uh, I, I think that Halloween is regarded as the the uh, father of slasher films only because mm. of its popularity yeah because okay. like the other films yeah they, they were popular and all that stuff but not compared to Halloween I mean Halloween was was made for a certain amount of money and made over 70 million. Yeah, it was probably like the start of that. We can make a movie on the cheap. For It was. It was the most profitable independent film of all time. Up until um, the Blair Witch Project. Yeah. So I think that's the reason why this is regarded as one of the best... Or the, the starter of slasher films. Mm. Um, but I mean... So $325,000 is the estimate for the box office. For the yeah. budget. Yeah. 
So, and it made $47 million <laughs> worldwide. It's crazy. Where'd you read 47? Uh, just under the box office budget thing. Really? I got 70 million. Uh, cumulative worldwide growth? No, no, no. Just what it says. I mean, you're probably more right. I mean, it's it's got to have made fucking more than that over the years. Oh, I mean, definitely. I, I just chucked another 15 bucks in the pile. <laughs> <laughs> there so, you go. Some more yeah. money towards it. Yeah. Yeah, I think... Uh, look, every Halloween, this probably gets a couple million here and there. Yeah, 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 right. Probably. <laughs> um, but yeah, look, this, this movie... Um, I think the biggest pop culture reference this movie has, or pop culture influence is the theme music. I mean, every Halloween, you can hear it anywhere. I mean, I remember I remember going to some junk shop or something like that, and they, like, around Halloween time, and they had a set of, um, of lights mm. that were in the shape of skulls. Mm-hmm. And you press them, and the Halloween theme would play. Yeah. He so, was... He's an amazing musician. It's... Yeah. Yeah. It's insane. How good... I, you think of every theme he's done. Escape mm. from LA. Uh, the Fog. All of them. They're so good. I haven't seen The Fog. That's okay. You should. <laughs> okay. You should, though. Um, but yeah, all these themes he's done. Um, he didn't do the thing, so don't count that. Okay. But yeah, the heavy synth. Oh, Oh, it's orgasmic. Yeah. I like so it. so good. <laughs> okay, I want to ask you a question. Mm, why okay. Why do you think Michael Myers is so popular? I, I honestly don't know. I think it's the mask thing, man. I think it's kind of that... Um, the costumability of it, maybe? Yeah. Like, it's just so, um, like, iconic and easy to replicate. You just put in a fucking jumpsuit and a mask and you're done. Mm-hmm. And then you can scare the shit out of people. Like, otherwise, you just, like, there's a reason people don't wear grandma suits around and, like, do the whole Norman Bates thing. Yeah. It's not, I mean- it's not instantly recognizable. Like, you see it and you're like, bam, that's Michael Myers. You know, it's almost the same with uh, Jason and Freddy and stuff. Like, even just that silhouette, mm-hmm. you can kind of see it and it's just instantly recognizable. And it's very yeah. brandable and marketable. Yeah. Oh, definitely. So, I think maybe that's possibly why. Because if you think about it, it's just a cunt with a knife. Yeah. Exactly. He's just like Norman Bates. Yeah. Just with a mask. So, I, I think adding that mask... And putting him in that jumpsuit um, just makes him, like, instantly... That's his thing. And then yeah. if you see someone holding a fucking shitty knife with a blank mask and a, in a jumpsuit, even if even if you just put the mask and the knife, you're like, oh, it's fucking Michael Myers. Yeah. Yeah, you're spot on. I mean, parody-wise, uh, there's so many parodies of Friday the 13th, and you can pick them because... Halloween. Oh, Halloween. hockey mask. No, oh, no, okay, Friday thirteenth. <laughs> <laughs> no, you can pick when it's the Friday thirteenth because it has the hockey mask with the holes. But at the same yeah. time, I feel like you can you can pick when they're referencing Halloween because mm. 
It's, it's the, the knife and the the Shatner mask. Any yeah, any other mask that's not a hockey mask. Yeah, like so many parodies of Friday the Thirteenth have a hockey mask, but it might have with a chainsaw or something like that. Yeah, they're like um, mixed it up, but yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that Michael Myers. The reason I think Michael Myers is so popular, out of like all the horror uh, icons, Freddy, mm. uh, Leatherface, Pinhead, Chucky, all those. Um, I think he's the most popular, or one of the most popular. I'm not saying he is the most popular, but mm, he's a lot of people seem to love him. Is because of what we were saying before, the size of him and how he's just like a normal everyday person. So he's not like a weird undead zombie <laughs> that fights psychics. Yeah, and in a sick, twisted way, maybe he's more relatable. I th- I think it's real life is scarier. Yeah, like I mean, mo- monsters and shit are fun. But, like, you're like, well, that doesn't exist. Mm-hmm. Like... No, you're right. But, uh, but it's totally reasonable for for someone to just, like, be hiding their identity in some fashion, mask or otherwise. Yep. And grab a fucking knife or, you know, or any, any other kind of instrument and just kill you. Yeah. Like, because they're, they're unhinged. People have always been scared of... Uh, like mental illness and stuff and this is what they kind of like throw on it you know Mm -hmm. like this is the worst version of mental illness for most people (laughs) yeah do you know what I mean like no I get what you mean it's just how common is it that you see a Michael Myers type person you you don't and it's not common yeah but they they think like uh you know it's just like this, this is the nightmare scenario and it's fairly realistic. Like, it could happen. Mm. Oh, definitely. Yeah. When, yeah. When, it's not when he, just... There's no reason to it. He's just killing. Yeah. Yeah. When are you going to get killed in your dreams? Yeah. Exactly. But that's another reason why I kind like of... Like I said, he's the boogeyman. Like, in the movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, they keep harping on about the boogeyman. Yeah. But that's another reason, like... Okay, Leatherface is my favourite of the slasher icons and I think that's because I relate with him the most because I'm a fat retard that's but true. it's also <laughs> it's also the fact <laughs> that <laughs> leave me alone Stop um, it. <laughs> I look I, I I love Leatherface the most simply because I find him the scariest once again he is a normal everyday human well like they took real world inspiration from, yeah, from game. Yeah, that's right. So it, it's like they might have movie fight it a bit, but some of the shit the game did that they didn't put in Leatherface was way more terrifying. Yeah, definitely. So, yeah, I mean, I mean, Gein never had a chainsaw or anything, but what? Um, <laughs> but didn't you know that? No, I was doing lip biscuit. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. What a fucking chainsaw! What? <laughs> I get what you're doing now. So I'm talking about Limp Biscuit. We'll talk about them next week. Okay, sorry. <laughs> um. Okay. Let's let's kind of closing down now. I want to talk to you. We're going to talk about why why Halloween's often referred to as one of the best horror films out there. Why, Tim? Why? I'm, I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to break it down because there's many points as to why I feel. I oh, fuck. <laughs> many points as to why I feel this movie is one of the best. 
So, are you there just laughing to yourself in the background? A little bit. God, someone's got to laugh at your jokes, aren't they? <laughs> if they don't, I will. <laughs> Alright, well the first point I've got Go is vision. John Carpenter. Like he couldn't see much out of the little holes. Oh, fuck. <laughs> just let me talk, cunt. No. <laughs> John Carpenter, he was on a roll in the 70s and 80s. Um, and I, I think the most people find him as like one of their favorite directors. I know he's my favorite director. Mm. Um, he can, he, no one else can do panicked isolation better than he is, than he. Yeah. You know, everything he did in this movie was great. For example, they shot this movie in L.A., during the spring or the summer, one of those things, and made it look like Halloween. Yeah, I was going to say, like, did they? Because it, like, it looked like it was raining and windy and shit. Yeah, well, yeah. That's how, how crazy is that? Like, That's cool. So, like, the vision of it, like, everything's reeked. Oh, to me, I, like, I'm not American. I've never been to um, LA where this was shot. But everything, to me, reeked of Halloween. Yeah. Um, so the whole vision side was, was just spot on. Not just that, but this came out at the perfect time. You know, it's the late seventies. People were scared of serial killers. Serial killers were like, were a thing. Yeah. Increase, um, violent crime was coming to things and things didn't feel safe. People often said that their parents' tales of the wholesome 1950s seemed like a fairy tale. Hmm. And I think Carpenter Carpenter hit a nerve with a lot of people with this film. Yeah. I mean, it, it's it just came out at a perfect time, much like another movie we're reviewing later on, um, which is The Platform. Um, <laughs> this one hit at the perfect time. So there's often that, but I mean, looking back at it, look, look watching it now, it still feels relevant. Yeah, like that. I mean, that's why there were so many slasher movies and shit like that in the, um, in the late seventies and eighties. Yeah, because there was all that. Like that was when you get all the like, quote unquote, big name serial killers. Because mm-hmm. that's when like a lot of information started coming out about them. Like you had all your fucking Manson stuff, and then you gained stuff, and then you fucking Rodriguez stuff, and all that shit was coming out, and yeah. people were scared. That's it. And what better to tap into than an existing fear for a horror movie? Yeah. And I, mean, uh, I mean, that's what yeah. all the monsters and shit are. Like, they're um, they're tapping into people's fear and giving them a form. That's right. But yeah, yeah. And it's, gr- and it's so good because horror movies to this day are still doing that. Tapping into what we're scared of. Yeah. I mean, like, going off on a completely different tangent right now. I'm watching more movies that scare me now than to when I was little. Like, watching a movie now, I'm not scared of the monster that lives under my bed or anything like that. But filmmakers are a lot smarter now, and they're tapping into to things that scare adults. For example, the movie Searching. Yeah. And, yeah, and, yeah. I, I, and I've spoken to a lot of people about that movie, and they're like, it's not a horror movie. I'm like, well, to me it is. Because if that happened to me and my family, that's one of the most horrifying things. Like, if there was a vicious dog at my door, yeah, it'd be scary, but I'd, I'd fucking take it. Yeah. But 
real life things that happened, abductions and all that stuff with children. That's what fucks me up. That's what makes me stay awake at night, you know? Yeah. And um, I think, like, that's why, especially now, fucking people have been, like, we reviewed them already, but they've been watching the shit out of, like, Outbreak and fucking Pandemic movies and stuff because, yeah. like, people are it's, scared right now. And that's, yeah. that's what's scary. Like, I, I wouldn't have found Outbreak and shit so terrifying uh, this time last year. Yeah, I know. Same. And so, what, yeah, what fucking... Context. Yeah. yeah, that's right. I know. And what fucking assholes would make a podcast about those movies in this time? I'd say some couple of handsome assholes. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, my next point as to why Halloween is one of the best films, and I think this is one that we can all agree on, is the music. Oh, the score, so the soundtrack, yeah. every bit of music in this film is it just spot on and perfect. His his score is iconic, and as I said before, it's it's overused, but it's 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 one of those pieces of music that never gets old. For me, mm. it's like the Jaws theme. Yeah, for sure. I can listen to it and not be bored of it. Um, but another good thing about this movie is its lack of score as well. Yeah, like um, I was gonna, I I think I made a note about like the the car kill. Uh, it had no music up until a point and we can hear him like breathing and shit. Yeah. It's exactly. super creepy. And then it's not until the score almost indicates the gore instead of the actual gore. When yeah. he like gets it with the knife, that's the yeah. first note you hear that the screech and that's supposed to like auditorily represent the slicing of the blade. Cause you don't really see the slicing. No. No, but you, you, you you hear it in you the score, feel it. so you yeah. know it happened um, without actually seeing it. Obviously, to save money, I'm assuming. But yeah, but it works better than actually seeing it or hearing that spiking jump noise, jump scare noise. Yeah, that's why. Like seeing someone get hit is fine, but when you don't have that crunch, like the mm-hmm. um, that like some movies do so well, um, it adds so much more to it. Yeah, exactly. But, okay, there is a scene in Halloween where Dr. Loomis is, like, hiding in some shrubs. And the, um... And Sheriff Brackett comes from behind him and, like, puts his hand on his shoulder. Yeah. Do you remember that scene? Mm-hmm. And there is no score. There is no sound whatsoever. Someone has, has made that scene there and put it into modern times with the use of a jump scare music. A jump- jump scare and shit like that yeah, yeah. it's worse it makes it worse it does but it really opens up your mind and like holy shit this is what movies are doing these days and it sucks yeah it doesn't work and just that little YouTube clip I'll try and post it on the um, Facebook page but yeah okay. it just really opens up your mind and, and shows you that movies back in the day really were made better yeah <laughs> you know in a way but I mean like going back to the score um, it's so simple. Not just the Halloween theme, but the um, Laurie's theme, which is a is a sucker punch, uh, a two note sucker punch. The dun, 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 mm. dun, and then it's got the the haunting chiming two keys behind it. Mm. Just it like works. Thing. Yeah, yeah, but it's so good and it works so well. 
Like every bit, it's it's fucking insane how every bit of this soundtrack just works. It's much it's much like uh, my favorite soundtrack of all time, which is Jaws, mm. because it's not just the theme; it's everything. everything. And, and and I mean, like I, I can listen to it all the time. Yeah. So the music is, is probably, in my opinion, the biggest reason why this movie stands out, and it's just instantly recognizable. Oh shit! Yeah. Oh like, yeah. Even if you don't know it's the Halloween theme, you know it's from like a horror movie because it's been referenced so many fucking times in everything. Yeah, it's much like the Psycho score, the Psycho theme. Yeah, yeah, well, exactly. Not the psych, not the Psycho theme, the shower scene. Yeah. Theme. Yeah, the, the, like, yeah. Me, you know. me, me. Yeah. Uh, okay. The next part is is the casting, for me. Um, yeah. Jamie Lee Curtis, she was she was cast in this. Pretty much because of her mother. Who's you know, her mom? Janet Lee. Okay. Do you know who she is? Mm-mm. You know the shower scene in Psycho? Yeah. Oh. That's her, her mum. Okay. Yep. Um, but she clearly inherited the uh, Scream Queen gene from her mother. Yeah, for sure. But, but it, I mean, she took it in a new direction in this one. Instead of Psycho, where it's just stabs done, yeah. in this one she fights back, and maybe that's maybe that's why this movie somewhat references the the father of slasher films or the grandfather, whatever you call it, mm. because this was kind of I'm pretty sure the first real final girl to fight back. Yeah, and like he, she doesn't. I mean, a man does come along and save her eventually. Yes, but. It, she almost gets away. Yeah. Well, she does get away. <laughs> no, I mean, like, she almost gets away by herself. Oh, yeah, I get you. I get you. Know. But the, the whole thing about the man coming to save her wasn't, like... It wasn't, um... It wasn't, it wasn't a bit as big of a fucking sticking point as it is in 2020. No, but I, even that, like, it doesn't feel like it's... What's the word? Um, it doesn't sexist. feel like she was, like, a helpless damsel in distress. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, she she got saved, but it was not from a fucking big guy who's just going to belt the shit out of Michael Myers. It was from yeah, this is that doctor with a gun. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, so yeah, Jamie Lee Curtis is obviously a plus in this movie. Plus, I mean, what she made of herself, what she's become now. Oh yeah, she's is, spun is that into reason. a massive career. Yeah, definitely. Um, not to not to mention Donald Pleasance. As the character of Doctor Loomis, yeah, that that whole Doctor storyline just uh, perfect. Loved it, mm. Mm. loved it. And it's funny because like Donald Pleasance is only in this movie for eighteen minutes all up. Really, it feels like yep. he's like almost the like the one of the main character? character. Yeah. Well, I mean, he is, but yeah, he feels like he's in it a lot more than what he is. Mm. Yeah. So I think. Him and Jamie Lee Curtis, especially, are two things that that really stood out about this movie. Um, all right, narrow um, it down now. Yeah, like to me, the teenagers weren't dumb as shit. No, <laughs> like well, they, they were teenagers. They we, were... we grew up with um, like two thousands movies where all the teenagers were the biggest fucking derps. Yep. 
<laughs> like they, these guys just seem like actual teenagers. They're doing yeah. silly things. They're like getting in trouble. They're breaking the rules and all that kind of stuff. But they're not so cringy about it. It almost seems like it seems yeah, more legit. It. Yeah, and they they're doing what teenagers do: get drunk and have yeah. sex. That's exactly. what I did. Besides the sex part. But I got drunk. <laughs> but I sure did get drunk by myself a lot. <laughs> I mean, I fucked myself heaps. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. The final things that I think make this movie is obviously Michael Myers and the mask. Yes. Um, we've gone into why Michael Myers is the biggest focal point of this movie. Obviously... His stature, his size, how he's just an everyday normal person. Mm. We've gone into what makes the mask absolutely brilliant is that it's soulless, emotionless, blank slate. Yes. Um, it's so simple, yet filmmakers can't seem to get it perfectly right in sequels. But <laughs> in this movie, it's perfect. Yeah. Um, and it's funny how it's just a William Shatner mask. <laughs> yep. That's still so funny to me, you know? Um... Yeah, so I think there, there's probably so many more reasons why this movie is one of the best horror movies, but mm. that's just what I got written down. Um, do you want to elaborate on that? No, man, I think that's it. Like, to be real, like, so many, uh, like, podcasts, and, and, like, this movie's been dissected a bajillion ways. Oh, shit. Yeah. Um, and it's, it's just a... It's just a really good fucking movie. <laughs> like, um, I think about, like, maybe I'd want it to be gorier, but it was, like, 19 fucking 78, and they had, like, $4 to spare. You know, like, they did yeah. the best with the budget that they, every single dollar is on that screen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, I, yeah, it's just, it's so good. It's so, it was so fresh back then. And it, like, really... It, it... Yeah, it certainly took from Psycho, and it certainly took from, like... Um, I don't know if Massacre was before this or not, but... Um... It, it took from all those things, and it, and it made, like, something that was completely its own thing. Mm-hmm. And... Yeah. I know. Just a... Yeah, it's a good fucking horror movie, man. Tense the whole way through. Fucking big climax at the end. And then, like, a, oh, what the fuck's going to happen now kind of ending. Yeah. Oh, man. Okay, let's... let's. Do you want to talk about the ending just quickly? Sure. Because I can see that this ending would piss people off. So, I have a question. Mm-hmm. He gets shot, like, a bunch of times. Yep. And stabbed. And, like, all sorts of things. Yes. Is, is there any kind of supernatural element to it? Or do you think he ran off to die? Or do you think, like... Not not in this film. I think mm. that he is completely human. There are a lot of... If you go on the internet, and I should have really researched this before coming, like talking about this show, but there are a lot of case studies as to the mental stability of Michael Myers and what he goes through. And there's a lot of different um, causes as to, for example, why he doesn't speak. Um, mm. And all this pain that he goes through. And there are actual real medical things that happen to people that are good explanations as to this. Okay. Um, for one, I can't remember the names of it, but there is a, a situation where people can't feel pain. Which, 
would suck. Meth. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but it, it, it's really interesting. It's a really interesting read. Um, you can find it on the internet if you just search up what uh, the case study of Michael Myers or something mm. like that. But if you go back to Halloween from 2018, how it starts is he was eventually found and arrested. Oh, okay. Right. So I just... I, I, I've, I've never liked the whole he goes into hiding and just heals himself type of thing. Or he's like an he's like an X-Men and can just... Or he's a supernatural thing and just can do all this stuff to heal himself. I never liked that. Okay. So I really like the explanation as to what happened the night of um, Halloween where he was just picked up by the cops, obviously treated for his wounds, and just locked away. Yeah. Okay. That makes more sense. Um, Because, I mean, like... Because by all means, he should be dead. Oh, shit, yeah. But in saying that, there are are reports of people having so much worse have happened to them and surviving. I remember Mm. reading a story of a dude getting a pole, um, like... uh, a pole through his oh, head. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'll say that. And survived. Or guys, like, getting stabbed in the head and surviving. Like, just having his knife just sitting at the top of their skull. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's very believable that he could be shot six times and stabbed a couple of times and still be walking. So it's... it's. I'll give it a plausible. Oh, it's, shit, yeah. Yeah, it's plausible he could have survived. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's very plausible. Plus, like, this guy is obviously mentally unstable. This this might be a deep cut question as well. Yep. But Shoot. what was the movie that they were watching? Uh The Thing from Another World. Ah, uh, cool. Okay. Yeah. So that that was you've seen The Thing, right? Yeah, you did. We we're talking about it. Yeah. Um. Yeah, that was the original thing. Ah, uh, ah, oh, that's super cute. <laughs> <laughs> Why? Because he referenced it? it, and then he did a remake. Yeah, but I think back. When he was filming, like I, he put it in his movie, he put it in Halloween because it was like his favorite movie. Yeah, and then he did a remake later that was amazing. Yeah, good for him. Yeah, um, yeah, that's why it's super cute. <laughs> um, okay. Did uh go so so going back to the ending? Did mm-hmm. you were you on board with the ending? Did you like how it just stopped? Pretty much. Yeah, I like I like I I don't need more. I don't need the fucking um the. What's the scene? Like, where they're, like, at the ambulance or whatever, and, like, they're all talking it over, and then, like, he's in the background or some shit. Like, Yeah. Let's see who you really are. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I don't know. It's cool. Like, it's just, he's gone. It's over. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, back now watching it, it, it feels like a kind of sequel cash grab. Possibly. But hearing reports, this was never meant to have a sequel. Yeah, yeah, I could believe that. So it's kind of cool how they left it like that, but at the same time, I can see a lot of people like watching it at the cinemas and be like, "The fuck? That's I, it." Here's here's my theory. Yep, is I don't think he ever wanted to break tension the whole movie, even at the end. Yeah, I think he kept it tense from the start. Yep, he kept it tense all the way through. He was there the whole time, in the background, creeping everybody out. Mm-hmm. And even once he attacked and he was like, quote unquote, defeated, it was still like, no, he's still there. So he's there the whole time. So you yeah, never true. really get that release of, oh, good, it's over. Because it's, it's never over. Yeah, that's a good point. Mm. 
I like that. All right, uh, last question before we kind of wrap up. Sure. Um, was there anything in this movie that you disliked or thought was strange or anything like that? Uh, just like the 15-year-old me stuff of like, I wish it was gorier. I wish it was a bit faster <laughs> paced. But it, it doesn't need to be. I don't, I don't think it'd be as effective of a movie uh, if it was faster paced, for sure. I don't mind yeah. the slower... Um, the slower pace of it now. Yeah, I think when yeah. I was 15, I was like, because we... Again, that era of like, we just got heaps of gore, heaps quick, all the time. Yeah. And yeah, like, jump right. scares and shit like that. So that's what I was used to, like, instant gratification shit. Yeah. In my horror movies, whereas this was slow, it wasn't gory, it was just tense. Mm-hmm. Um, which I appreciate more now, because I'm so sick of all that shit. Like, don't this- get me wrong, I love gore. But, yeah, it was it was kind of cool just to see what you do without it. And how you make it scary without just being like, his guts fell out. <laughs> yeah. I mean, this is very much an adult movie. Not obviously because it's a horror movie and there's... there's adult situations. Adult scenes in it. But it's, 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 a, it's not like a, a typical teen slasher film. No. You know? It's, it's more like, um, to take it into modern day times, it's more like Get Out, Hereditary... Those types for of films, sure, where for sure. where a kid would be bored, and you and I, I remember this with Hereditary, a lot of um, teens walked out going, "That was a shit movie." It's like, no, your just brain's not developed enough to understand it. <laughs> yeah, like it had such cool shots for the seventies. Like I kept writing that down. Like I'm like, that's a cool shot. That's a cool shot. Oh yeah, um, and just like the. He really used that in-focus, out-of-focus background shit. Uh-huh. So well, and, like... You were just, like... You always thought he was there, even when he wasn't there. Because he kind of was. Yeah. And that's that's another thing I really liked about this movie. Because back watching it as a kid... I wanted to see more Michael Myers. Mm. And now, watching it now... There is so it much... <laughs> yeah, and I know. And I never noticed yeah. it. There is so much more Michael Myers than I ever thought. I just look in the background at stuff, and you can see him just watching. Yeah. And, and I love that about it. I'm like, oh, fuck, he's right there. That's creepy as fuck. And not to mention, the best scene in the movie for me is a scene where Jamie Lee Curtis, uh, she goes next door and realizes her, ki- her friends are dead. Yeah. And she goes back where... I was like, like, it's like a little bunny haunted house. Yeah. But she goes back where, like, there's an opening and Michael Myers' mask just appears from the darkness. Yes. That was that such a That scene cool is shot. like, oh, it's incredible how perfect that worked. Mm. The lighting and everything. Yeah, it was beautiful. And, um, what else? I think there's something to it, him not talking. It's like, when you, when you don't understand something, it's frustrating and it's scary. And because he doesn't talk, he doesn't explain it. He doesn't like, and the only explanation we ever get is that he's pure evil. Um, yeah. Uh, is that's it? We just have to go with that because he doesn't. Yeah. He doesn't tell you because that's what I was like. I was like, he's treating him all these years, and I'm like, and he's just been saying nothing. <laughs> like, yeah, oh, I know. But uh, yeah, I guess that that's why he knows. Like, he won't stop because he's seen the evil in his eyes. Whatever. <laughs> and, yeah, that's just, it's scary not to understand something. Not to be able to bargain with him or, mm-hmm. or persuade him or manipulate him. 
like yeah um so there's something to that as well yeah which uh, would be incredibly hard if, if that was just his choice he's just wake up one morning he's like i'm not gonna speak for the rest of my life it'd be the worst in a podcast <laughs> i mean you could hear him breathing <laughs> <laughs> um look i don't dislike anything about this movie there are two yeah, things I that know. I find funny that that straight at the opening scene where I kind of giggle to myself. The first is when the sister Judith Myers and her brother, uh, her brother, her <laughs> her boyfriend go upstairs to fuck. Yeah, that is the quickest sex session ever because he just like runs back down. He's like, okay, see ya. He's obviously blown a load as soon as he's put it in. It's like, oh. He's like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> So I kind of made me laugh. The other part that I, I and I always think this when I watch it is after young little clown Michael Myers yeah. stabs Judith and he comes out and just stands at the front uh, front lawn, pick fuck with off the knife. knife. Yeah, yeah. His parents come and just all you get is the father just going Michael, and then the, the camera just pans back and it's just them. <laughs> In the exact same position. I, I'm just standing there. Yeah, I'm just thinking, what are they doing? Why are they just looking at him disapprovingly? Like, wouldn't he? Wouldn't Michael be thinking, yeah? Wouldn't they be screaming or like yeah. yelling at him or something? But they're, they're kind of just treating him like he stole a cookie or something. Yeah. The mother's just shaking his head, shaking her head like... I'm not oh, even angry. Yeah. I'm just disappointed in you. Yeah. How many times have I told you not to murder your sister? <laughs> So I, I don't know. It's something silly, but I just I find it laughable. A That's bit. fair enough. Um, it's not a dislike. It's just a little nitpick. Yeah. Um, but beyond that, man, like, well, I think we can wrap it up now. This movie is a perfect ten for me. You know what? Yeah, same. No, you're about to say something. No, I was give just kidding. A... I was legit going to give it a ten the whole time. Oh, okay. Good. It's it's too important of a movie, and like. I could imagine seeing it back in like 1978 and it just blowing my mind. Oh yeah. Shit, Do you know yeah. what I mean? Like what, like even now it's just great. It's just a great movie. It is. Um, one last question though. And I've, I've said this many times on this show that this is one of the best horror movies of all time. <clears throat> yes. Just off the top of your head. What, in your opinion, what is the best horror movie ever made? For me? Yeah. Oh, I know my I'm, favorite. I'm... Like, well, okay, what do you think is the most uh, what, most influential, scariest, all, all that combined? Ah, uh, it's such a good question. I don't know. I want to say like Psycho or the Birds, or one of those earlier ones, like maybe mm-hmm. like Universal Monsters type movies. Yeah. Okay. Um, just cause it all kind of stemmed from there, really. Like, when did, like, when did people start scaring people in the movies? As, ever since cinema was around? Hmm. Like, I don't know. Yeah, it's such a big question. It, it is. I mean, it's your opinion. There is no right and wrong answer. It's your opinion. I think, I, I would, I would probably say the Universal Monster movies. I think. Wow. Yeah. Okay, cool. Because it all kind of... And, like... So, so for monstery type stuff in the supernatural, I'd say those. Mm-hmm. And I would probably say Psycho. Uh, for for 
thriller, more down to like, even though it's like a twisty, twisty story, yeah, more down to earth kind of murder serial killer stuff. Yeah, nice. Is probably psycho for me. Nice man, good mm. work. Um, this is know. definitely up there for fucking re taking that slasher formula and and just making it perfect. Going with it. Yeah, yeah. I didn't I didn't ask that question just for you to but say yeah. Halloween. I was just I don't know. Yeah, I was just curious. Um, for me, you, you're gonna probably roll your eyes, but for me, it's Jaws. Jaws? Yeah, um, yeah. Yeah, I, just the effect it had on the world mm. when it came out. And I, it, in my opinion, it's the scariest movie ever made. But in saying that, like, this movie, Halloween, is scary for different reasons than mm. Jaws. Um, the Exorcist is scary for different reasons. Oh, I mean, The Exorcist yeah, would be too. up there too. Yeah. That that scared how many people? And it still does to this day. Mm. Um, so, I, look, there is a multitude of so many movies out there that could be classed as the greatest of all time yeah like Ernest Ernest Scared Stupid no (laughs) 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 alright well wrapping this show up I've I've decided to play a little game on it after you stop laughing at your own jokes you'll lose off (laughs) (laughs) fuck your name alright so we're going to play three facts and a fib Okay. Uh, obviously, the description of this game is in the title, but do you need me to um, to clarify it? So we flip a coin, and then we've got to catch it in the air, and then we turn around and get a sandwich, come back, and then you put it on the table. You done? Are you just gonna keep going until and I? I'll keep going until you stop. <laughs> Fucking shut up! <laughs> so obviously, okay, I'm gonna give um, Dandelion Daniel here four yes. facts, but one of them is a lie, and he has to figure out which one is the lie. Always okay. Lying. Yep. All right, you ready? Yep. You good? No. Yes. Okay. All right. First fact: Halloween was originally titled "The Babysitter Murders." And don't answer until I say all of them. Um, I haven't said nothing. (laughs) I know. Fact number two. The stabbing noise is actually a watermelon being stabbed. Fact number three. This was shot in 30 days. Number four. Robert England, who played Freddy Krueger... Hold on. (laughs) Are we doing two truths? Or how many truths are we doing? Four. Four, okay. Oh, sorry, no. So, four facts, but one of them is a fib. Okay, four facts. Okay. God, I just gave you the description. (laughs) (laughs) Alright, you on board? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, last fact. Fact number four. Okay. (laughs) Freddy Krueger, Robert England, um, revealed in an interview that John Carpenter had him throw bags of dead leaves on the set for one day. Okay. So, they're the four facts. Which one's the lie? Um, Jump into repeat them. So the first one was babysitter thingy. Okay, the second I'm, one I'm was gonna, I'm, I'm the watermelon doohickey. Uh, what was the third one? Shot in thirty days. Shot in thirty days. Um, I believe that. Um, I don't know about the Robert England thing, but maybe. Uh, 
I'm gonna say... Oh, the babysitter motives make sense. Um... I don't know. Maybe the watermelon one. Go the watermelon one. That's what I think. You think that's a fib? Yeah, I also feel like I'm wrong. <laughs> but yeah, God. All right. Okay, well, Robert England, aka Freddy Krueger. Yes. Was on set for one yes. day. That is true. This was originally titled The Babysitter Murders. Oh, nice. Yep. The film was not shot in 30 days. It was shot in 20 days. Wow. That's even more impressive. <laughs> so that is the fib. So they did use watermelon squelches for stuff. Yes. The stabbing noises was watermelon. And apparently a lot of films do that. So there you go. Yeah. Um, but that is... I know it's a pretty short show this week, but... I mean, what more can you say about this movie? We can just sit here and suck its dick all night, but really, do you want to hear that? Yeah, like, I was answering what I didn't like about the movie, and then I went into why it's so cool that he didn't say anything. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Look, man, here, here, okay, here's the thing. Here's the thing, right? Everyone has reviewed this movie. Podcast, written formula, whatever. Yeah. Um... And I'm not going to sit here and say, yeah, we gave you the best review of Halloween ever. I, I, I would hardly argue that fact. Yeah, well, okay, here's the thing. <laughs> I'm going to give you five other podcasts that reviewed Halloween better than we did. <laughs> so, uh, just any. Just pick any well, five. <laughs> here's, here's a few shout-outs to certain podcasts. The first nah. one is The Horror Returns, uh, the episode 125. They did Halloween and Halloween from 2018. Yeah. Great show. Check that out. The next one is a podcast called Scream Queens, aka Where Horror Gets Gay, hosted by Patrick. Uh, this is a really cool podcast. Obviously, it's from a it's a solo cast from a homosexual man named Patrick. Um, he reviews Halloween, um, but he is uh, he's so much fun. He's a lot of fun. He's a very flamboyant gay guy, and he just makes it a lot of fun to listen to. I so like try them gays. <laughs> Scream Queens but it, Scream it's Queens okay. with spelt with a Z not an no. S okay kind of there's another Scream Queens podcast okay um, E-Society podcast with my friend uh, Kevin Nez who will be appearing on next week's show he did 31 Days of Horror so he reviewed a podcast a day and day 20 he reviewed Halloween check that shit out Kevin. he reviewed a movie a day yeah okay yeah cool yep um, Spook Factory. This one is a cool little show that's run by kids. Like and legit children? Like legit children, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And these kids, holy shit, they know their fucking stuff, man. And it's a really cool show that's produced really well. They come off really well-spoken. And uh, they're not long shows. They're only like half an hour shows, but they're really, really cool to listen to. Well, so, it's hard to get kids to sit down and do fucking anything, really. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, try Spook Factory. It's a cool show and they do their review on Halloween. It's a really cool listen. The so last you're saying are... like children do a better job than we do? Yes. Sad but true. I think that's fair. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the last two I'm going to give a shout out to, um, Horror Corridor. If that you... is a hard one to say. Horror Corridor. Horror Corridor. <laughs> yeah, true. Uh, horror, <laughs> horror Corridor by uh, Mr. Watson. This one is a... 
I'm sure most people know this podcast because it's so fucking good. Um, you would lo- you would really like this podcast, Luffy. You don't know uh, me. It's <laughs> it's a solo cast by Mr. Watson, um, and he is one of the smartest people I know because he goes into depth, really into depth with films, and it's just incredible what he has to say. Check out episode four of Horror Corridor, where he reviews not just Halloween, but the whole franchise. I think I'd just prefer if someone else who sort of knew what they were talking about was talking about it, and then someone who had no idea just kept interjecting and, like, just railroading shit and just being really annoying and laughing at their own jokes. I've got a perfect podcast for you. (gasps) Really? (laughs) (laughs) The last shout-out I'm going to give you is uh, the Horrorcast. These guys... Uh, one of the first, I think the the first, on par with the first horror uh, horror. Uh, sorry, on par <laughs> with the first podcast. Spit it out, I, Tim. Uh, first podcast I ever listened to, and they got me hooked into not just listening to podcasts but doing podcasts. Oh. Mark Nato from the from the Horrorcast uh, knows his fucking shit, man. Is that his real name? Yes, his name's Mark Nato. That's excellent. <laughs> uh, but episode 37, they review Halloween and The Fog on their Carpentober uh, reviews. <laughs> I like that too. It's fucking cool. Every October they come up with a new uh, horror person. So they did Kingtober for Stephen King. Mm-hmm. Um, Carpentober was last year, I think, or the mm. year before. Um, but yeah, I oh, know it was yeah the year before. I mean, I um, just I love a good portmanteau. <laughs> no, but these these guys know their shit and are definitely worth a listen to. So there's five podcasts there that do the Halloween reviews better than we do. Um, before we go, I have one last podcast to shout out because they are my new favorite podcast and I have been for the past uh, four episodes. They've only got four episodes, but the, the <laughs> so Friday they passed all of their episodes. Yeah, okay. since Jan- since January where they came out. Okay. Um, the Friday Nightmares podcast with Scott Crawford and Heather Powell. These guys are my new favorite shit, and <laughs> it's funny because they've been shouting out our name on their show, and now we're doing the same. So it's going to look like this massive love fest to everyone listening. <laughs> Big but, sweaty horror orgy. Yeah. We'll have an orgy with the Friday Nightmares podcast. But, gl- like, you know, once the restrictions are lifted. Well, yeah. And, and as long as they're okay with it. I mean, yeah. yeah. No, I mean, yeah. No, consenting no rape. participants only. <laughs> Except Scott. I, I, I will do anything I want to him. Yeah, Cosby, um, that shit. <laughs> <laughs> Why do you say the, the, worst, the worst shit when I have a mouthful of water? <laughs> I don't know, it's just the best time. It's like when somebody like uh, fucking pulls a bong and then you're like, hey, joke, and then they're like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fuck you, Luffy. <laughs> uh, okay, no, but the Friday Nightmares podcast, these guys are fucking awesome. Um, they, they do it, they do a really cool um, way of, of doing their podcast. They'll, they'll do a topic. Mm-hmm. For example, their first podcast, their topic was was is is this horror? Um, when they and then they discussed two movies that fit into that topic, so they reviewed Lords of Chaos and The Nightingale, both films. You could ask, you could argue, are these horror films or not? And they do it really, really cool. And they, um, 
they're not they're they're very smart with how they do their their show mm-hmm. uh, a lot smarter than us that'd be yeah it'd be like a welcome change <laughs> but no they they know their stuff and they they tackle these discussions with with a very um um understanding way of of discussing things does that make sense or am i talking <laughs> shit right now no. you know how like when you listen to a podcast and they and they go on these rants and they, you just you lost you're like what the fuck are you talking about so they, they they talk about things very intelligently and they really put forward good points that make a lot of sense and um the way they look at it is particularly interesting how's that that's exactly what i just said there you go <laughs> but with real words yeah 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 <laughs> See, I'll, I'll have to check them out for myself. <laughs> I yes, you do, you motherfucker. I will. Um, but we, I'm gonna, we're gonna tee something up with them uh, to do like a joint episode, which will be fun. Love joints. <laughs> <laughs> you, you need a smoke. All right, but uh. Friday, Friday Nightmares <laughs> podcast. Friday Nightmares no. podcast. We fucking love you guys. Yeah, man. Um, but yeah. Okay, so next week. Next week, we are going to be joined by Lance from The Horror Returns and Kevin Nez from the E-Society slash MacNez podcast. We're going to be reviewing a movie that I haven't heard many people talk about. Uh, (laughs) And the movie is called The Fanatic. Yeah. Which is, uh, if you don't know about The Fanatic, it stars John Travolta and Devon Sawyer and is directed by Fred Durst. And it's yes. like, what if that. John Travolta had more of a learning disability? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, it's directed by Fred Durst, as in like... <laughs> Another person with a learning difficulty. <laughs> I fuck off. I, I, I fucking... I actually really like Luke Biscuit, so... I mean, Get so does he. <laughs> oh, man. You haven't seen anything. You haven't even watched the movie. You don't realize how much he loves himself. Uh, I've seen. <laughs> I've seen him. <laughs> oh, okay. Okay. Uh, but yeah, we'll be talking about The Fanatic because, spoiler alert, I love it and Lance on the Horror Returns hates it. So this is going to be a fun discussion. Yeah, we'll see where I land. I know. Uh, I'm cute. I'm, I'm dying to see where you land. <sighs> um, because I know Nez's thoughts, but I'll save it for next week. So. Okay. Yeah, because um, I like I like a bad movie, but sometimes like it's got to be a particular bad movie. So but that's we'll the see. thing. I don't see how it, people are calling it bad. I find it really, really entertaining and well done. I'm I'm gonna go in trying to like it. Put it that way. Don't go in just thinking, oh yeah, it's shit because people said it. No, that, that's what I'm saying. I'm gonna go in. I'm gonna try and like it. Like I'm gonna Good. go in positive. Good. I'm glad. Yeah. All right. Yeah. All right. Well, that has been horror for dummies. If you want to get in contact with us, you are always welcome to. Uh, we have a Facebook page where that's probably the best way. Just hit that message icon. What's it called? DM. DM yeah. us. I was D- nodding and- along like you can hear me. <laughs> <laughs> Direct message us any question. I'm pretty active on it. I like check it like every second. And I'm like, <gasps> oh. And I am <gasps> not. <laughs> yeah. You're not, you're not really an internet guy. Not a social media man. Yeah. Um, but yeah, get in contact with us. Tell us your thoughts on this show. Give us some ideas of films that you want us to review. Uh, because to be honest here, I'm going week to week here. I haven't got a plan at all, especially I mean, now with cinemas being down. Yeah, our plan for the year was like, let's see as many new movies as possible. 
Yeah. Uh, and, which and they fucked us. Didn't work out. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, if you want us to review a certain movie, hit us up. We are open to anything. Can we review the... Unless I, unless I reviewed it already, so that's the only thing. You know what's scary? Ninja Turtles? No. Oh. <laughs> oh yeah, it's gotta be it's gotta be at least horror or in some ways horror. Um, I don't know. A big rat's pretty scary. No, he's cool. I know he's cool, but like, some people don't like rats. Yeah, but I like. But everyone likes Splinter. What about Mega Shredder? He's scary. It's Super Shredder. Turtles. He's played by Kevin Nash, who's a wrestler who I really like. Is he? Yep. Like Go in on, the... I don't, I don't, you have a Ninja Turtles tattoo and I know more about the movie than you do. Yeah. I don't know. In the, in the, like, in which in the one? Mo- the Secret of the Ooze. Really? Yeah, it's played by Kevin Nash. Oh. Super I Shredder. I didn't you know, know that. No. Yeah. The That's one with, awesome. The one with Vanilla Ice. Okay. All right. Well, we'll do that one after the Fanatic then. No, we won't. <laughs> oh. <laughs> and it's funny because I rewatched that movie like last week I have rewatched them all the time <laughs> <laughs> it was the 30th anniversary the other day I know anyway <laughs> so alright this has been Horror for Dummies we love you get in contact with us if you like rate us on Apple Podcasts uh, 5 star review unless you don't like us in which case don't give us a review yeah give us a 4 star review if you really don't no, like us no don't give us don't, a 4 star review just give us a give us a 5 star review but say mean things to us <laughs> in the comments <laughs> Yeah, and we'll be that. like, oh, they tricked us because like we'll be even more mad because we thought you gave us a five star, and you did, but like we'll like <laughs> expect a good one. But you'll say like we've got shit haircuts and stuff, and we'll oh our feelings will get so hurt. <laughs> you'll see. I think I got him. I think I tricked him. If you if you got sent to hell, the <laughs> devil would fucking send you back to back to earth and be like, oh my god, get him out of here. <laughs> like, can this can't fuck off for reals. For realsies. And, and I'm you're the, the type devil. Of, you're the fucking type of cunt that would follow someone around talking to you. You are you are Timmy from Jurassic Park. That's who you are. <laughs> Alright guys, we're out of here. Thank you for listening, and we'll be back next week with The Fanatic. We love you.